Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Rolling Rock Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Rocky McVeigh, and I'm here with my co-host, Roland Robinson. Today, we have our special guest that uh, used to be a host of our old podcast, Larry Crowder. Hey, man, what's going on? I'm so um, especially esteemed to be on a podcast named after a terrible beer. That Rolling beer is Rock. awesome. Rolling Rock, Rock is a great beer. It's disgusting. <laughs> Pretty much my favorite beer, actually. It tastes like old gym clothes. <laughs> well, anyway, today we're uh, we've only got one topic, and today is going to be about uh, video games. We're going to talk about uh, the best games of this generation since it's coming to a close. However disclaimer as always this is our personal opinion and it probably will not be the games on your list so <laughs> but it's the games on our list uh well i guess i'll i'll jump into my list first and uh go over a game that i want to talk about that is not really from this generation <laughs> but i'm including it in this generation because it changed so much and that's Minecraft. Technically, it came out like 10 years ago or something. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it, that, that game feels, I think that game came out like in, I remember guys telling me about it in like 2006 or eight, like before 2010. That's I have, it was in beta. Yeah, I have no idea when I first bought it. When I first bought it, it was still in alpha. And uh, that's when... I can't even remember that dude's name now that owned that company. Uh, Notch. But, yeah, Notch, when he was like just trying to build it. And it was it was kind of a horrible game back then. <laughs> but, and then I didn't play it for years. And then Microsoft bought it, and I found out that because I bought it in Alpha, I got every single copy that ever came out free from then on. So all I had to really? do was like, yeah, all I had to do was oh, submit wow. my email to Microsoft and they gave me the new versions. <laughs> so, you know how many times you bought that game? <laughs> really? <laughs> Let's see here. I have it on the Wii U, the Xbox One, Java. I got the I got the Windows 10 version for free because I bought the Java version. I have it on the Switch, and I have a mobile version of it because I have an eight-year-old that plays that game. So you can imagine. He loves it. Well, the reason I count it as this generation is because since the Xbox One and PS5 came out, it has changed a lot. <laughs> it's like a wholly different game now compared to what it was just like on the 360. And, uh, I mean, it's it's still going to keep on changing because this game is never going away. It's like the number, I think it's the number two game in the world, actually, right behind Fortnite. It's like there's something like 10 million players playing minecraft at any given moment all day long <laughs> so. yeah it's uh, bananas how many people play it and how many copies of that game they've sold and how many billions of dollars they've made off a game that's not even a fucking game <laughs> <laughs> it's i have well i think it was uh i was playing on pc back then but now they let you link all of your words worlds together no matter what you play oh, on. Yeah, yeah. So uh, now I, I play it on Switch and I play it on Xbox One now. And every now and then I'll still play it on PC. But uh, 
I was playing it on PC exclusively probably like six years ago. And I, I figured out how to like convert my, my Java file into a windows 10. And then that allowed me to connect it to switch and Xbox one. <laughs> so now I have this same world that I've been playing in creative mode for six years. I have massive cities with skyscrapers, little little medieval towns all over. So, but it's changed so much. It's like you have like uh, so many new animals, like so many new terrains you can build into it. Now, this is kind of a glitch on mine, I think. I don't think it's actually supposed to do this, but you have, you know, you can like do the global the global restores where you can have like the different uh different terrain and all different textures and everything well i've got the fallout textures and uh, the fallout textures gives you all new music so it plays it plays all the music from the fallout games inside minecraft so somehow my game is glitched so i'm using the natural texture pack but it's still playing all the fallout songs <laughs> So I'm just going around listening to Fallout music because Fallout, like that's one of the main reasons I play that game is listen to the music. So I now no I can play Minecraft and do that. That you were such a big Fallout boy fan. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, somebody told me once that I look like the uh, bassist from Fallout Boy. I don't think you look like anybody. <laughs> I look like Rocky. Come on, you only know me for like 10 years now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it has been 10 years, actually. <laughs> yeah, longer. It's been long, about 12. It's crazy. Uh, well, I guess that's stuff about Minecraft. You want to talk about one of yours, uh, Roland? Um, well, let's see. One of mine right off the top of my head. Um, Resident, we'll do Resident Evil 2. That's a game from, what was it, the 90s? When did that game originally come out? What was it? 90, 98? I know we were in high school because I remember remember so, going over to a friend's house and then playing it, and I don't remember what year it was. So one of my games for this generation is a game that came out on the PlayStation 1. <laughs> um, now, the Resident Evil 2 remake. Um, I, I went through that game. And I got to say, from start to finish, it felt extremely faithful to the original game. And it was so polished and so smooth. It was, it gives me hope to, it, to see what Capcom can actually do with their, uh, some of their older IPs now. Because that, that literally, that game handles amazing and looks amazing. So it's, it, it really fills me with a lot of hope to kind of see what they can do given enough time. Not to be confused with Resident Evil 3, which still looked amazing, although not a huge fan of the uh, remake of RE3. It's, to me, it feels a, feels a little rushed, RE3 does, even though it looks, it's out, looks outstanding. I just kind of get the feeling it, it just – it just feels rushed to me. Now, granted, I never play a lot of RE3, but RE2, my God, that game was gorgeous. 
Now I've pl- I've played a little bit of RE2 the remake since it came out. Uh, I haven't got just haven't I haven't had time to get into it big time. But so what I have played has been really good, and I I honestly I really liked it a lot better because I I played uh, uh, Resident Evil Seven, and I did not like it. I don't know. I know it's considered to be, a lot of people consider it one of the best games of this generation, but I just I just did not like it. And, never got a uh, chance to play seven and then when two came out it went back to what i consider to be real you know real resident evil and it's just a much better game in my opinion like but seven just i don't i don't like the whole like first person with it it just it doesn't feel anything like resident evil and i just and honestly it was just well Anyone that knows me knows that I have a problem with survival horror games anyways. I get really aggravated in them because I get lost. Uh, Resident Evil 7, I got lost like as soon as the game started. And then I could not figure out what to do. I just played this one level where this guy chases you over and over again. <laughs> and finally, I just fell through a hole. And then I, so that was somehow how I got to the next level. And I was like, I do not like this game at all. I was so aggravated in the first level that I was done with the game. Uh, so, but Resident Evil Two goes back to what I consider real Resident Evil, okay. which I'd pr- I'll probably end up if I play it a lot. I'll probably end up getting lost in it too, though. So I can't say too much. <laughs> it makes me sad you're saying that the two is so much better than the three because I always like three the best because it was the most uh, compromise game where you could get in there and sit down and play it in five hours and knock it out and didn't have nearly as much filler a lot of people didn't like that about it said it was too short but that's what i always didn't like about it but i'll tell you that re7 was really good but i played it in that psvr thing about crap my pants i had about enough of that about 10 minutes i didn't want no more (laughs) didn't want no more of that there uh we didn't include any on here but there was actually some quite a few good vr games out there this generation too yeah they're really well, beat saber is amazing in vr we know you haven't been playing it son or you'd be jacked out from swinging them things around <laughs> it's good times but well what's one of yours larry all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna start off with uh Titanfall 2, um, you know, one definitely came out on the, this generation, but uh, you got to go with two because they kind of dropped the ball on one. They thought it'd be a good idea to come out with just a multiplayer game, which don't get me wrong, it's a hell of a multiplayer game, but when you leave something like that out of it, um, you just always kind of feel like something's missing because you need that kind of thing to, to go in there and fill it out, especially for the people that don't like competitive multiplayer. But two, man, they knocked it out of the park. Um, that year it came out, it was probably one of the best single-player games there was, man. I mean, the storyline was very co- cohesive, and you cared about the characters, even though, you know, your your robot at one point, you know, you have to basically kill your robot. You sacrifice it, and it pops its head open and gives you the smart pistol back from the first game. And um, that's a big emotional point in the game, and it's just a stupid robot. You shouldn't feel the way you feel when it happens, but, I mean, like, you almost cry when it happens because it feels so good, and and then you go through the game with that auto-aim pistol smoking everybody, you know. Um, I hate that pistol, by the way, uh, multiplayer. Yeah, it's uh, it's something else. But that definitely, um, 
those guys that respawn, even though they kind of changed around a little bit from the original guys that came over from Infinity Ward, they know what they're doing. I mean, they probably made one of the greatest games of all time in Modern Warfare. And um, once they got away from uh, Activision and could kind of do their own thing and do crazy stuff that wasn't Call of Duty anymore, I mean, I think they did really well. Now, did EA drop the ball with release dates and marketing and things like that? Hell, yeah, they did because Titanfall 2 sold like shit. But um, it's a great game that a lot of people didn't get to play. Uh, I yeah, it, play was, it. it was like uh, – I, I, I like both Titanfalls a lot. I, 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 and I haven't even played the single player. I only played the multiplayer on both of them. I didn't even realize <laughs> there was much of a single player in part two, actually. Oh, no, it's I went straight. I went straight into the multiplayer on it as well. But uh, the multiplayer is great on them. Like, it's, the the bots in those games, like, make the game oh, yeah. so much more fun. Yeah. Because it's it's almost like playing a single-player game inside a multiplayer game. Yep. Farm some bots, get a mech, go start wrecking stuff, and... <laughs> Yep. I'm sorry, a Titan. It's a Titan. A Titan, yeah. <laughs> a Titan. But it was it's it the, both of those are great games. I I'm what's really that's kind of sad is like the way they did with the marketing with it because like you'll yeah. find that game, you'll find both of those games for like $5 with yep. all the DLC. They're and and the, like and I don't think anybody's still buying them. <laughs> it when it came out, when Titanfall 2 came out, it was sandwiched between Battlefield and Call of Duty, you know, it came out within in a month span that Battlefield and Call of Duty came out, which is weird. Um, you know, if you got a game like that, why wouldn't you release that in the spring or something? You know, when you there's no games coming out, you know, or in the summer, give it a little time to breathe. But you know, it's EA. What he expects? <laughs> it's only been voted the worst company to in the world hundreds of times. So, <laughs> I will say that after what they did with. Uh what they did to bioware i'm like (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't really down on ea too much until all the stuff of bioware started happening now i'm like oh no (laughs) you remember when every game that was coming out including madden was a bioware game (laughs) it seemed like a great idea huh yeah i mean they, they were one of the best studios like they make the best games like every game that came out was great and then like ea just like no (laughs) <laughs> nah nah you know we can we can mess this up too watch and see yeah yeah well okay i'll, I'll go on to my next game my next game is uh uh PUBG, player unknown's battlefield there you go and uh honestly i like the game but i suck at it like really bad how many times uh, have you gotten a chicken dinner though? I have never gotten a chicken dinner. <laughs> now, have you I've ever played, got it in squads or, or never? Never, never. got one. I've Sorry. well I've never I've never even played squads. I only plays like by myself. So like uh that's probably one of the reasons I never give one. <laughs> I ever I've got uh I've came in second once, one time <laughs> in all the games I play. But uh the reason I say it's uh, I put it on this list is because it basically created a new genre it created a new genre that created the biggest game of all time. Fortnite. If it wasn't for PUBG, there would be no Fortnite. Or apex legends. Yep. Nope. Or now call of duty war zones. Yeah. Which, which I just say. downloaded today. You know, it, it, what's weird is you say you never play squads or, or duos, but for me, if, if I play solo in that game, 
it's almost like a survival horror game. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm anxious the whole fucking game. And I'm like, I get nervous. If I hear something, I'm thinking there's, I mean, it's like very tense for me when I play solo, but if I play squads or I play duos, it's a lot more fun and casual and have, you know, talking most of the time, even if it's random Chinese guys, which usually it is, but um, you know, it's crazy how different that game is between solos and when you start playing in squads or in duos. Um, yeah, I could see that. I mean, it's, it's I, I, I've, I've recently been playing uh, Warzone uh, quite a bit since it came out, and uh, it'll put you in squads like regardless. It's not right. Yeah, like it just throws you in squads. And uh, I will say, like, when it doesn't put me in a squad compared to when it puts me in a squad, I feel like I'm playing a different game when I'm in a squad because I always got somebody, even though I don't know that person, they're watching my back at least a little bit. (laughs) Whereas when I'm by myself, I'm, but I'm like, all I do, and I know that's not the point of these games, but all of these games, I've played like, I've played Fortnite, I've played Apex, I've played Warzone, and I've played PUBG, and all of them. All I want to do is go out and find better guns, and it's all I do is roam around looking for shit. Loot Simulator 3000. That's pretty much what it is. It's almost like I'm playing a Fallout game. I'm just looking for stuff. You know, and it's funny to talk about PUBG on a list of the best games of the generation when you think about how busted, janky, and broken (laughs) that game has been. I mean, it's – I don't know how many times I've been driving a car – and then a, a building spawn around me and my car explodes and I'm dead just because it, it <laughs> lagged in late, you know, and that's on the PC and it runs phenomenal on the PC compared to the Xbox. Yeah. Know? It runs like pure garbage on the Xbox um, or dead. Yeah. Uh, it runs it. Well, it runs a lot better on the X. Like I've, uh, when I played it on my original Xbox one, I had a lot of issues with it, but on the X, I don't really have that too many issues with it. It like got a lot better once the, I guess just the extra power just. I will say as it better as the game has went on, it's gotten better. But Jesus, when it that one year I got it, what was it? Two years ago, it around Christmas time I think is when I got it. Yeah, I actually bought it for, yeah. it for Christmas. <laughs> Man, it run like pure unadulterated shit on the Xbox. And you know for. As far as games go, I don't know that I've ever played a game that had more still fun and, and still fair, but so realistic as far as the gunfire and the tra- trajectory, yeah. um, the way the sound carries in the game. It's like when you see somebody or there's something going on, you don't want to shoot a gun unless you have to, because if you do, they're going to know exactly where you're at. I mean, they, it's not just a random sound. I mean, they do a lot of good things in that game. Yeah. And, um, that's probably because a lot of that Arma roots where that came from uh, as an Arma mod, but like, I mean, that's a good game. Well, it's like the, really um, I was playing uh, Division 2 a while back. I was playing single player, just goofing around. Uh, one thing that will take me out of a game real quick is when I've got somebody in my site and like an AI bot in my sites, I pop him like just square in the dome right in the dome and he just turns around and starts i'm like nothing pisses me off more in a game than when i've got you when i've got you dead to rights and you just pop pop a dude in a dome and he's just ups and runs around yeah you're no bullet sponge on that game if somebody pops you out in the dome with them car 98 son you're going to the ground going to the ground yeah and i'll agree with that um i don't want to sound like a totally you know just 
totally crap all over PUBG. Battle, Battlegrounds has been, it has went through a lot from the time it came out because I've only played it on the Xbox. I've not played it on PC. I've heard it's an entirely different world on the PC, but it was rough when it came out and it's gotten a lot better. The thing I like about it is I'm a very busy, I'm very busy. I'm always at work, but it's the one game I can usually just boot up, hop in a game, match, wow. boom, done. And I'm off. Yeah. All the and if you're bad, it's boom, done real quick. Yep. Yeah. It's done real yeah. quick. If you're you, bad. Which it <laughs> usually is for me. Which I don't know if anybody's even thought about talking about this game or not, but you think about um, No Man's Sky and how Sony threw all that money at it and they released it and it wasn't ready yet. Same thing happened to PUBG. That game should have never came out on console when it did, but Microsoft saw how big it was on the PC and threw money at them and said, put it out, you know, put it out so we can start cashing in on this. And I think it's probably not even the developer's fault so much as it is Microsoft wanting to throw money at them and get those bucks, you know. Well, it was... Uh... It was considered uh, well. What did Mike? What does Microsoft call those games? Uh, basically, like beta games when it came yeah. out. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't remember. I don't. Microsoft has a word for game preview. That's what they call. Yeah, game preview. Yeah. So it was, it was a, a it, it was in game preview, preview for like a year and a half before they ever finally. <laughs> so. I was gonna say it was like it was up till I think twenty eighteen, like mid twenty eighteen, it came out of game preview. Yeah, it was it was in game preview for a long when time. When did it actually come out? Does anybody know? Like, when did it come out? It was think Christmas of twenty sixteen. No, no, no. Would have been Christmas of twenty seventeen, I think. Yeah, it looks like the official release date was March uh, twenty seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Was that the Xbox one? Uh, was that, uh, brother, PC? I, don't, I don't know, brother. It just says that was probably PC. I don't think that's when it was in the uh, beta either, or whatever that Steam developers thing, whatever they call it on Steam. That may have been maybe it didn't come out till 2018. Yeah, it was uh, it was in early access in March 2017. Early access, that's what it is, and it got a full release on PC in December 2017, yeah. and that came out in September on the preview program in 2018 so yeah yeah but it was in preview for a long time before they finally went to uh <laughs> finally went to a full version of the game but I, it needed it because it had a lot of issues <laughs> now one thing i will say about PUBG that is a knock on it i don't know if it's knock or not i don't know if you guys have played Fortnite mobile or not um i have but that's Fortnite. That's the same game, and you're playing with people on PC, Xbox, PS4, whatever. Their mobile game on PUBG just, like, of course, I was thinking you can't get this game to run on an Xbox, and it barely runs on a, you know, a high-end computer. How is it going to run on a phone? And then I played it, and I realized how, because it's definitely not the same game. You know, they watered it down a bunch. Yeah, yeah, they did. I, I played PUBG Mobile, too, and it's it's – it's quite a different game and everybody always wins their first game because they put you in there with bots <laughs> nothing but bots all you have to do is get a jeep and run them all over <laughs> but i mean we're not that's, talking uh, about mobile games but i'm just saying but that that's what they that's what they do with uh warzone too like everybody wins their first game because there's nothing there's nothing but bots in the first game and it basically like it won't let you go into a real game until you win that game with the bots <laughs> so if you can't kill bots then you're <laughs> 
you're not going to like this game very much. So what you're saying is I got a pretty good chance of winning my first match. Yeah. This game. Oh, yeah. You said you just downloaded it. I just it. Yeah. downloaded it. Yeah, you will win your first match. I think you win, like, the first two. There's, like, two different uh, – because there's two different game modes in Warzone. There's the cash one, and then there's the normal, you know, like like PUBG, like the 100 versus everybody. But you have to play both of those, and they're both with bots, and you have to win both of those before you get to go into, like, the real games. <laughs> Yeah, I had gotten to where on Warzone, whenever I spawned in the gulag, I just stand there and let them kill me because I know I'm going to lose. <laughs> I don't have a chance. You forget. Yeah, I don't no think I've ever – I've never won in the gulag. No matter, how, <laughs> ba- no matter how bad they are, I'm worse. <laughs> I will say uh, that the the cash – what is it called? It's like – I call it cash, but it's not – I don't think it's called cash. But uh, that game mode is really fun in Warzone. Like they uh, – uh, I, I wish that would come into all the games. <laughs> it actually kind of reminds me of uh, those games uh, <clears throat> like Battlefield used to have that game mode where you would go and search out things and blow them up and then you would get money and then you go into the next one. I forget what they called that in Battlefield, but it reminds me of that mode, except it's, of course, you know, in more like a PUBG type like scenario. See, they should... Speaking of Battlefield, they should just take, like, the way Capcom done RE2. They should just do that to Bad Company. There you go. Or Bad Company 2. And then that'll just – that's the end-all be-all. Let's talk about that since we're talking about Battlefield because Battlefield 4 is another one that's on my list. And the reason I put Battlefield 4 on my list was because every Battlefield after Battlefield 4 sucks. (laughs) And pretty much every Call of Duty after <laughs> after that sucked too. It was like you had this good time at the beginning, and then all the all the, the Call of Duties and the Battlefields just like died for some reason. It's like you had like Black Ops Two, which was really good, and then it fell off, and then they started giving you shit like that Advanced Warfare and Ghosts and all that shit. <laughs> that Ghosts would be garbage. Call of Duty garbage. <laughs> And then they gave you Battlefield One was was horrible. Like <laughs> I played it, I didn't hate it, but they yeah, tried I didn't to hate it. But they tried to make it look too good, and it played so much different. You remember we used to play Bad Company too, and it looked like crap. But man, it was fun. You know, it was so much fun the way it played. And when you when you think about a Battlefield game, in my mind, if it doesn't play like Bad Company Two. And it's not, you know, it's not big, epic with vehicles, but it's still fun, even even though it's kind of being serious. I don't know. I don't want to play it. I played that Hardline a little bit. That came out this generation. And and I didn't hate that, but it, it wasn't the same. You know, it just wasn't the same. See, I well, didn't I, hate. I'll say, I don't say I hated any of them, like any of these games that came out. There's none of them I absolutely hated. They just weren't, they just weren't up to spec. Like Battlefield 4 was the last one that I was like, this is like a battlefield game and it's like a perfect battlefield game. And then it just like, <laughs> and bomb for the rest of the time until today. Battlefield five is just, just no different. It's like, I don't, uh, I don't know what they've, maybe they'll go back to like a decent battlefield game here soon, but I, I doubt it. Well, do you think it could be because they've, I don't know if it's, still going on because like like you said after battlefield 4 i've kind of turned tuned out we we started playing one quite a bit there and 
real early on started noticing a lot of problems with that game. I've went in here recently and played it. And it's um, it's interesting to say the least of what's going on with it now. But do you think that's because, like I know with EA, it is we're going to drive this th money. Don't care. It's got the name on it. Put it out. Put one out every year or every other year, and be damned about quality control. Just get it out so the kids will buy it, and then we'll clean it up maybe on the uh, on the patches. Well, is I mean that's kind of EA's. That's kind of what they do with all games. For right. We'll clean it up later, but it's just like the overall feel of the game lost after battlefield four it was like it just it didn't even feel like the way you know like when you're when you're in battlefield four it's a fast-paced game but you you have to rely heavily on your squad mm -hmm. like you can't really solo that game if you're not relying on your squad you're not probably not going to do very good i mean i'm sure there's some players out there that could solo but most people could not solo that game they need their squad and you need your backup and I mean, it kind of left. I mean, you, Battlefield 1 became sort of a, people would just, it became like a, you know, people just setting up and sniping a lot. There was like more snipers than there were anything. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah it was always a good combination of a um, realistic shooter, but also a twitch shooter as well. You know, whereas you take like a uh, Modern Warfare, it's all twitch shooter. You know, it's, it's arcadey shooting and that game had a perfect blend between it's not boring, like a straight arcade, like a straight uh, simulation game, but it's also not twitchy as, you know, as an arcade game to where you still need some skills. You still, like you just said, you still need a squad and you got to work like you're actually on the battlefield, you know, um, that's tough. You know, and I always loved battlefield way more than call of duty. I always did like it more. I'll say one thing about Battlefield 4 um, in conjunction with um, Bad Company 2. Both of those games had some of the best, in my opinion, some of the best maps to play on in any in any game, I, uh, multiplayer game I have played on. We'll say uh, this, not Battlefield 4, but Battlefield Bad Company 2. Like, uh, they added it, you know, they uh, on Xbox, they added it to the backward compatibility. So, so we need to play now, it? Which we sadly lost. When I'm yeah, we could log into it and play it right now. Let's play it right so, now. So, like, every, every now and then, it's it's installed on my Xbox uh, One, and every now and then I just jump in games and go back and play it. I still remember the maps exactly the way I did back in the days when it was out on 360. Like, it's still it had some of the best maps and they're so memorable that i can remember them 10 years later Panama well, canal baby well i think he, he, roland was getting at this earlier and he got distracted but they should do like a capcom style remake of bad company 2 and bring it out with updated graphics and i mean it would be for real That'd be the end all be all right there of course there'd be so much pressure on them at that point because if they if they screwed that up oh it'd be it'd be rough yeah, well, I think, I I think say, that's what they're afraid of. That I will say that battle when you go back and play it, uh, I mean, there's a lot of memories there, but the controls and everything Slow. are so sluggish yeah. compared to like new games. Yeah, like it's Ugh. it's, it's, it's 
it's like night and day Ugh. like battlefield four don't, do this. Like, don't tell me this i don't want to know this <laughs> it is it's like so sluggish so they oh. would have to like redo parts of it no matter what because like if we if the game still played exactly the way it did back then there's no way that anybody would play it today like the modern gamers would be like forget that game <laughs> i will tell i will tell you this though there's still something oh so sweet oh so sweet about taking somebody's dog tags just running up to them, snap that knife off, grab them tags and go. I just, uh, there's still, no, there is nothing better. There is nothing in my gaming experience better than killing somebody with a pair of defib paddles. <laughs> uh. I consider that the highlight of my gaming career was walking around and killing entire teams with nothing but defib paddles. <laughs> And then sometimes, you know, team killing over and over and over again just to hear Roland cuss me out. You team kill them, <laughs> and then you bring them back with the paddles. Boom. And then you kill them paddles. again with the paddles, and then you just keep doing it as a loop. <laughs> Frick. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was that. That's something that probably that you could not recreate that today. But that was like one of the best experiences of my life. <laughs> It was not on Roland's side, though. <laughs> I'd be trying to take aim at some one of the teams coming down, like one of the streets, and I can't remember the map name. It was the Middle East. It was the market that had the river running down one side of it. Yeah, when I was talking about that, I don't remember the name of it either. But I remember we were in one of those maps, and I'm like getting ready to take a shot at something. All of a sudden, boom! Here comes Rocky. There he goes. <laughs> right behind me then comes runs back over boom, bring me back boom, there i go <laughs> let me tell you like once you do it about four or five times you just hear fuck you <laughs> <laughs> oh. and larry can attest to this roland gets really angry really fast zero <laughs> uh, to 60 <laughs> But then he gives up like really fast too. So he would, I, 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 just because he got angry, wouldn't mean I would stop. So I'd just keep doing it. And then he was finally like, jeez. Oh, <laughs> and just gives up. And then I was done. I'd let him live and go on with my like, are, are you just going to, just let me make it like five feet. All right, I guess we should go on to yeah, a different game. Yeah, we gotta game, keep though. going. Yeah, <laughs> where we get off on old days of Battlefield Bad Companies more. Uh, you got another game, Larry? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, one thing about me is, is this generation has been a lot of me playing games for a thousand hours. So one of those games I put probably eight hundred to a thousand hours in is Overwatch. Um, had a good time. You know, strictly multiplayer yet again, yet they tend to do a good job of telling you a story. Um, I really like the idea of having the um, the hero shooters, you know, having somebody that you actually care about as your character. And, um, you know, it's very much competitive multiplayer, but um, you're interested in what your guys can do. Everybody's different. It's one of the only games I've ever played where even if you're bad at a shooter, you can still play that game and have a lot of fun because the support classes are really support. You know, if you're playing as Mercy, you don't even ever have to fire a bullet. You could be the MVP of the game. Um, I mean, I played that game so much. 
Um, and, you know, I was a little disappointed that they're coming out with Overwatch 2 because what's the point? All we need to do is keep releasing characters, keep, rele keep releasing maps. Um, but they're actually talking about bringing in a uh, single player when Overwatch 2 comes out. And, um, I mean, you have to think about the legs on that game. That game came out in um, 2016. Um, and, you know, there's still, still, you know, hundreds of thousands of people play that game. Um, and the thing, cool thing about it is, is there's modes in there where even if you went to go buy that game today and you've never played it, you could sit in there and start playing it and have a pretty good time. Um, and it's also funny to think about one of the worst games of this generation that Overwatch killed, which is Battleborn. Um, you think about, I actually thought that game looked cool. I actually wanted to play it and I tried it. I got it for free from Humble Bundle and um, I played it and then I was like, well, this is okay, but that Overwatch, I think I'm going to get that and I got it. I never played it again. You know, I never Who's your main? Who do I main as? It just depends on what kind of mood I'm in. You know, I might play as a Winston if I want to get aggressive. I really like playing as Lucio, if you want to know the truth. I mean, it's a lot of fun, especially when you get on those maps where you can bloop people off with the gun, knock them off, and they, you just know they're so mad. But um, honestly, the DPS characters, which is what everybody normally wants to play, that's the last thing I'm going to pick. I don't want to be a uh, Agent 76. I don't want to be a uh, um, Farrah. I want to be a... Uh, either be a tank or I want to be a healer, you know? I'm usually, I, when I play, I just set up as Bastion. There you that's, go. That's the point and click guy, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, you got uh, Torbjorn in there where you can go in there and it's like you're playing old school Team Fortress uh, and you yeah. build turrets. And, um, I mean, it's all in there. I mean, it's a great game. Um, I think um, that, uh, you know, you, especially you go back to when that game came out, I mean, for three to six months there, it was the Fortnite. It was the number one game in the world. Everybody was playing it. Well, um, I remember when the first, like the first three or six months, you couldn't find a copy of it hardly. No, no. The, uh, I will say one of the good things I really like about that game uh, is the way they match you with other players. Uh, they do a real, they do a really good job matching with other players yeah. on the same level as you. So if you yeah. suck, you get in there with other people that suck, and the game's not like you're not like dead instantly. You feel like you're actually having a good time because you're with other people that on the same level. You a lot of games don't do that. They throw you in with like these people or <laughs> just murder you like you instantly. But Overwatch doesn't do that at all, and that's what one of the things that makes I think has kept Overwatch going because of that. And you know, I would play that game, and I'm not good at any game, but I'm pretty good at that game. And you would get to a point to where I would like play, you know, I'd peak, I'd get as good as I'm going to get. And instead of making you be locked in there and keep playing with people that are better than you and slaughtering you, your rank points would drop down so that you would fall back into the people you actually had fun playing with. And, you know, and then once you kick their heads in a little bit, it'd throw you back up there and let you get your head kicked in for a little while and then rinse and repeat, you know, they did a really good job of that. Yeah. Um, and um, I mean, think about this. There's zero single player whatsoever, but they would release web comics. They would release little little videos. Um, there's a lot of people that care a whole lot about um, characters from a game where you never play in a story whatsoever. You know, um, it's amazing that they could do that, honestly. And um, especially when you think about um, a lot of the other shooters that come out and they have stories, and nobody still gives a shit about anybody in the game. You know. 
Yeah, Overwatch, sure. like I, I will say, I don't play it all that often, but I have played it, you know, a little bit. And, uh, but I still, I watch all those, uh, those videos they put out for the characters because I, I think the videos are just enjoyable. <laughs> like, it reminds me of, uh, yeah, it reminds me of like old school Blizzard where they used to do the big uh, cinematics for Diablo and stuff like those those uh videos they put out for each individual character reminds me of that and i just watch those even though i don't play the game that often so i guess for my next one for the sake of time since they're all done by the same company I, i'm just going to lump all three of them uh, all of them together for one entry it would be uh, doom and doom eternal along with the wolfenstein series so these games have like a kind of a soft spot in my heart. Plus the gameplay on them is fantastic. Um, so we'll talk about doom and doom eternal. So doom, I think we've all played that. We, I, hell, I think we all played the original ones when M, on MS DOS. So hell, I've even played doom RPG on windows phone. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> does it run doom <laughs> so they I, I like to think see where bethesda took all the old uh id software or id software games from the 90s early 90s and revitalized them and just breathed a new breath of life into the into the I uh, the intellectual properties for those so it could introduce it to an entirely new generation and in my opinion remained faithful but still progressed a story and even told a better story to an extent so have you any of you guys played um, which ones have you played because I've, I've played all of them now uh, I played both uh, both uh wolfenstein games and i played doom and i played just a little bit of doom eternal uh, i haven't gotten into into it too much but it's it's really good it's better than doom actually so far and i played doom and the original wolfenstein the new order um and i'm pretty sad that i didn't play two especially when you start talking about space hitler and all that good stuff um that sounds amazing it is I will um, say, like, two, part two, I mean, part one, New Order is great. Part two took it up, like, a big time. It's, it's pretty much just like what Doom Eternal's done. It took what was great about Doom and just made it ten times better. They did the same thing Wolfenstein too. Crank it up to 11. Yep. Um, I'll say, hey, you know, one thing I'll say about Doom is I was worried that those glory kills would get old quick. And, I mean, I probably played that game – 15 hours yeah and it was like even when you even hour 14 59 it's like if i get in there and pull one off i'm gonna do it it feels good so you've not played good. eternal then no have i haven't played worried? eternal at all no i have not i would be really curious to see how you handle eternal because i noticed in my, well, my opinion going from doom then jumping into doom eternal it's like Doom Eternal cranks the difficulty up hard, hardcore. And it, they, they just, there you go. Sink, shit or get off the pot, sink or swim. 
There's no coddling you into that difficulty curve. There it is. Get good. In my I'm, opinion, on, on, I'm a babysitting and just blow through them. Just have a good time. Just watching the blood spray, you know? That's what I do too. I don't, I don't, I, I don't care what, if it makes fun of me or not, I just like, let's just go. I just want like a good fun gameplay. I have no problem putting it on the easiest setting. <laughs> right. Um, but don't now the only thing I, I thought was doom Two is they really real or doom eternal. They really hammer on the story. Cause you know, it was like doom one. They didn't really do a lot of that. They gave, put some good vague references in there to kind of keep you like, Ooh, you know, looking out for the old call by callbacks and everything. But now with Doom Eternal, they really just take the whole storyline way around. I haven't gotten into it big time yet, but I, I really, I like that they're going down that, that path in it because to me, uh, I, I'm probably like one of the few that'll say this, but of all the previous Doom games, Doom 3 was my favorite. I loved the big storyline. I loved how dark it was, actually. And, uh, like, I just thought it was a much better game. And they, the Doom went back to sort of like the original. And to me, this one is kind of going, I mean, they're definitely not doing the, the slow pacing that Doom 3 did. But they're going back to that big storyline that Doom 3 had. And I like that a lot because I think so, Doom, Doom has a really good storyline when you get into it. It does. Should I do spoiler warnings on the story or anything for that for you? Or yeah, should... I don't want to know the story. Don't spoil anything. <laughs> okay. I would say that um, they they do tie some stuff together really well. So I would say if you have Doom Eternal, just keep going, man. Because once you start getting into the later levels, you start getting a lot of the um, a lot of the story about uh, the Doom Marine or the Slayer. Um, other than that, I thought Wolfenstein. Uh, which I think it was a cross-platform because I actually played that one on the 360, but I know it's also on the Xbox One. Um, played that, and then Wolfenstein 2, the uh, New Colossus. <sighs> Man, those games are so good. So good. So, so good. I The, the gunplay, everything, it's, it's just fun. And to me, that's one of the reasons why I liked those games originally. They were just silly and fun. And guess what? They're staying. There's they still same silly funness uh, in the new one. And as you were saying, with Doom Eternal cranking it up, you know, with Wolfenstein Two. I can't remember. It was a decision in the first one where you chose one of the two guys that had to die. When you um, start up the new, uh, the um, Wolfenstein 2, it actually picks up on that save data. So it will remember which person you saved and Wolfenstein 1 and start you out that way. And I thought that was really cool because I had almost forgotten who I had saved and who I'd let die. And I was like, Oh, that dude's here. So yeah, I, uh, I played, uh, the, I played new order actually on PC and then I played Wolfenstein two on Xbox 
So when I started uh, part two, it actually asked me which one did I uh, save before the game started. So like it like they make even oh, if you okay. didn't if you didn't play if you don't have a save file they make sure that they know which one you've saved and which one you didn't. You know, if you think about where we went from, you know, if you think about the original first two Dooms and, and Wolfenstein 3D and how they kind of changed the way shooters are made and, and, you know, that mindless just fun running in there and blowing the shit out of everybody and just having a good time. I mean, Doom 1 and 2, I mean, other than the fact that, you know, you could barely look up, uh, was a lot of fun just running through there and blowing things away the genre changed so much that you would have thought these games would be left behind forever. And somehow they figured out a way to bring them back and still have that thing that they had originally, but also incorporate a lot of what new shooters do. And I mean, hats off to them. I mean, they did a great job of uh, putting that together and kind of making them relevant again. Well, they also put out uh, a new quake, which I'm not a fan of. But I really, maybe I'm the only one here, but I'm like, I'm really hoping that they're planning on co- bringing Quake back out like this and give us like a storyline yeah. Quake, yeah. like a Quake 2. Because, I mean, I loved Quake, like, actually more than I did Doom back in those oh, days. Oh, no, Quake, Quake definitely was, was my, <laughs> and of course you got to figure, I probably played 1,500 hours of Team Fortress, you know. I played so much and was in a clan and all that good stuff, but the funny thing about Quake was I love the single player. Couldn't tell you a single thing about it other than the fact that you go through levels and blow the shit out of stuff. <laughs> but it was fun. And finding all the secrets and everything. Rocket jumping, you got it. The dogs hate the dogs. Not uh, uh, the nail gun. The, the nine, the nine inch, inch nails nail. gun. Yeah. <laughs> the nine inch nail gun. Yeah, no doubt. <clears throat> but I love the actually I love the sequel. Uh when you start really getting into because you get into like a whole different because quake two and quake one have like completely different storyline pretty much because you get this whole like cyborg like world that you're on in part two and then they continue that on into uh three and then uh, i think yeah four even continued that storyline on yeah cause, well three was all arena right quake three arena was yeah. there was no quake three was arena, arena. Quake but it was still referencing was that territories were yeah yeah, Quake Four. No, enemy territories was a uh, um, was a class based multiplayer game. Yeah, it was okay. like completely different. But see, the thing was, is Quake Four was probably it was a lot like two, and it was really good. But everybody shit all over it. I mean, they shit all over it, and it, it had a lot. Good. It had a lot of issues. I will say, I play, I I, I played them all, and I through four had a lot of issues. It had a lot of crashing. <laughs> Like it was even on the Xbox 360 when it was out, it crashed my Xbox a few times. <laughs> so like it had a lot of issues when it came out. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember Quake Four. I, I just remember remembered Enemy Territories. Let me tell you, like it, it would not hold the test of time today because the graphics are so bad oh, compared to really bad. Wow. But the scene in that game where they like convert you into like a cyborg straw, and torture you. you. Straw, yeah. yeah. When they convert you, that scene at the time was like almost traumatizing. <laughs> well, if you look at that game and then you look at like a Gears of War that came out at almost exactly the same time, I mean, it looks like you're playing a damn Atari game versus a Super Nintendo game. Exactly. I mean, it looked, <laughs> and you know, the funny thing was is the graphics were better on Quake 3 Arena than they were in 4. 
you know um it's crazy but but all the id games i i really i'm really happy that bethesda saved that company (laughs) well and you gotta think these games came out and they're really good and there is no john romero there there is no john carmack at id software yep or id software my bad id software (laughs) so i mean the people that actually made the games then don't even have anything to do with the company even now so now i did hear something um prior to recording this was apparently there was a little bit of drama something with bethesda at bethesda with the guys that were doing the music for doom eternal i think they all just quit because of differencing in pay there was some kind of pay structure issue i don't know a whole lot about it. i didn't get a really a big chance to delve too far into it into recording but i thought that was a that was something interesting apparently there's a little bit of trouble in paradise right now with uh, the sound team for uh doom eternal well you gotta look at uh bethesda is really i mean we, we refer to them as bethesda game studios but that's what we think of them as is like the elder scroll makers but really they're zenimax and they're just like ea pretty much they own like half the half of the gaming companies out there and they're just uh they're just another big company like that and all they care about the bottom line so you're going to have a lot of issues like this going forward and the bigger that company gets there's actually like a few uh rumors going around that zenimax is actually kind of trying to offload some of the companies right now due to uh budgetary reasons including bethesda game studios (laughs) which i kind of hope they do i would like to see (laughs) see somebody else get it that'll do it a little bit better justice please don't please not ea please well microsoft can buy them that would be ideal i think that (laughs) this probably for a lot better since we're talking about that, I have, uh, I'm going to throw like a couple games together because I consider them kind of equals and, uh, they're about the only last two on my list anyways. And they're two of my favorite games in this generation and it's fallout four and outer worlds. And Never played outer worlds. Isn't it just, didn't it just come out? It came out, uh, last October, I believe is when oh. it came out. Uh, it is it is a great game and if you like fallout you will like outer worlds it is done by the same team that did fallout uh, new vegas and uh it plays plays like an old fallout game pretty much except it's a space game and it has all the great elements of like an old school like uh, bethesda rpg uh, without all the crap that they've added lately with that said, uh, I'm still going to go back to Fallout 4 as the one I consider the better game because I have, God, I probably have at least two to 3,000 hours in Fallout 4 easily. <laughs> and there is times that I will be playing that game to this day, even with that many hours, and randomly i'll find something that i had never found before and i you that is a that is something you can't say about many games that you have played it that long and still find something new in the game and 
I mean, I, I said it earlier, we're talking about Minecraft, but Fallout has, in my in my opinion, the best soundtrack of any any game period. And then added on top of just the, the exploration, which I love, and then RPG elements. Even though they went downhill with Fallout 4, it still is a great RPG and a great game. And uh, I hope that uh, they don't continue on the Fallout 76 way for the next game <laughs> because <laughs> it is horrible and <sighs> should be. <laughs> I have been told by a few people that Wastelanders made up for it but I don't even know if I want to go back in to like see if they made up for it. Or not. So you have 76. Yeah. I bought 76 on release. <laughs> and you know, you talk about the outer worlds. I played about 25% of that game and it's, it's legit. I'd say the biggest reason why you like it so much is because obsidian made it and they made your favorite fallout game, right? Yep. Well, uh, actually now three is my favorite fallout is your game, favorite. but uh new Vegas would be my second. and uh it's uh but i will say even though three is my favorite fallout game new vegas is a better fallout game and a better game in general (laughs) like all around it's a better game than fallout three but the reason i like three better is three just uh in my opinion anyways has a better storyline the overall storyline of new vegas was just kind of like i didn't care about it but the, all the side quests and the gameplay and everything was just way better than Fallout 3 was. Now you mentioned um, Elder Scrolls. Was there an Elder Scrolls game this generation? There's Skyrim, but it technically came out in the 360 generation. They released the special edition in this generation. So, so it was, that's what I was thinking, yeah. So um, it is out this generation, but it's still a three. It's still yeah, a last it, gen game. It was a remake. It wasn't a cross gen game. Yeah, it wasn't cross gen. It was. It already been out for a long time when it came out on uh, on the new generation systems. But it does. I will say they did a really good job when they brought it over to the the new systems. It looks way better. It looks like a different game almost when you're playing the two, and they added the mods to it with the new one. So. There's like a whole new game you can play when you're playing the new Elder Scrolls. We may get a new Elder Scrolls in the next 10 years, maybe. <laughs> I, I actually I actually think we'll have... I really think that there will be a Fallout 4 and there will be uh, Skyrim of both to be on the next-gen consoles, the consoles. <laughs> before we get the next sequels, I'd, either one of them. <laughs> I'd say you're right. Well, I'll just count those as my final two, two for this list. My list of any. So, have you got any finals, Larry? Yeah, I probably should have put it in with Titanfall one and two. But um, honestly, for the past year, the only game I've really even played was Apex Legends. I mean, um, you know, I started playing PUBG, and I played it for about a year, and then Apex came out and just took over for me i mean it's just so fluid motion and you know it would wouldn't be doing it justice if you put it in there with titanfall one and two even though it's in the same universe because it's totally different games i mean i've never played a game that has such fluid motion and you know speed to it but also it's not so fast you can't keep up with it the aiming is so good in that game um has such variety of weapons the way they act the way they shoot um and 
you have to play in three-man squads or duos. There is no single. Um, but uh, just being able to run around the map and just the way it feels. and I mean, it's good. I'm probably – in the year, I've probably put 1,200 hours in that game. I mean, it's a lot. Well, and you it's definitely a, like the game. You put that many hours into it. And, you know, you talk <laughs> about um, being able to just sit down, like rolling the same with PUBG. I just sit down. I mean, I got I got 20 minutes. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to try and jump in the game. And the problem is, is you got three kills, you made top 10. Okay. Well, maybe I'll just hit the button one more time. And then three <laughs> hours has went by, you know. Um, and it's weird too, because their free to play model, um, you can just buy, you can just download the game and play it and never have a problem without ever spending a dollar on that game. The only reason why I've ever spent any money on that game at all was because I wanted to give them something, you know, for what they gave me, you know. And I just buy the season passes. I mean, I'm, I bought – they've got $40 out of me or however much. It's $10 a pop, I believe. I've been all four seasons. Um, you know, you can just play and have – so, like, if I wanted to say, hey, Roland, download this game, let's play it, he can download it. Um, the biggest drawback they have, though, is they have done nothing to implement cross-play. Um, and I think – that's where they're really missing the boat in that game. But like I said, I've never played a game that had that kind of movement and the way you go and the way it shoots. And I don't know shit about anybody. I know they do cool stuff, but I could give a damn about what their backstory is or anything. All I know is what this guy's passive is, what his um, ultimate is. Let's roll, you know. It's I've I've only I've of all the uh, all the. What is this genre even called? I can't even remember the name of the Battle genre. Royale. Battle Royale oh. genre. It's the one I played the least of all of them. But uh, I did like it. I have to say, I, I well, there hasn't actually been uh, one of these Battle Royale games that I played that I didn't like, actually. <laughs> but uh, Apex was uh, was pretty good. And I just, uh, I just, I don't know. I think it was just because it came out at a time when I already had like other battle royal games I was already playing, so I just uh I just kind of put it off to the side and never played it, and then I quit playing the battle royal games for a little while until Warzone came out, and then it caught my eye again. I was like, well, I ain't played one in a while, get them back into it. But I wouldn't mind giving Apex another another try because it was pretty fun when I first started playing it. You know, here in the U.S., if you take China out of the equation, you know. Um, before Warzone came out, which I, I mean, Apex is still going strong, but before Warzone came out, it was Fortnite and Apex. PUBG pretty much fell off the map, you know, here in the United States. Now, you put China in the equation, and PUBG's only second to the Fortnite, but, um, you know, it really picked up some steam, and basically there for a while, you were only running three Battle Royales. You know, you had Fortnite, Apex, or PUBG. That's what you're playing, and the... Um, I can't remember what the name of the Call of Duty Battle Royale was last year, but it tried, but it did not pick up like those three. You know, it never made it into that kind of pool, but um, it kind of broke me. I couldn't go back to PUBG. I couldn't go back to that methodical, plotting, boring-ass shit. I like to run around slide and, you know, have that freedom of, of movement. And, you know, I've played a little bit of Fortnite. I played with my son some, and I just – I mean, I want to ram my head through the wall when all you can do is kind of slowly jog around and you can't do all the cool sliding and jumping and climbing and stuff like you can in Apex. That is one of the reasons why I loved Titanfall so much. Yeah. Oh, the, the, oh, yes. Yes. 
and they implemented that in a little bit easier way, a little bit of a, um, a shrunk down way. But um, <laughs> the cool thing isn't, is, too, they, uh, technically, isn't technically <laughs> Apex part of the Titanfall universe? Oh, yeah, definitely. Every gun in Apex is from Titanfall. Yeah, I mean, Respawn makes it shooting feel that you get from a Respawn game. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't know if I would put it number one, but for me, it may be number one, even though there's games I played more. I can see that. I would, I would, uh, I mean, once you play a game a lot, you, you always put it way up there. And Apex, I mean, it would, it definitely was a good game. And, well, if uh, you play with me, you get hooked. <laughs> we get you hooked. We'll get you rolling. Um, it's a good time. I am not good at Apex Legend, but I love that uh, Pathfinder little robot. Yeah, I love this dude. It's a good time. Well, and you know they do a good job with their characters are just so different. Everybody's so different, and yep. you know I usually just put it on random, and whoever it sticks me with, that's who I roll with. Um, and you have to play differently with each one, you know, and, and take a different spot. But um, I don't know. Do, like, have either one of you even played much Fortnite? I've I haven't played a lot of it. I've, I've probably got about maybe twenty hours into it, something like that. So not a lot, but a little bit. It's not. Uh, I I like PUBG better when I was playing. I was like, I'd rather play PUBG. Oh yeah, no, I, I felt like it was. For, I felt like Fortnite was for babies. <laughs> when I when I played PUBG, I felt like it was for babies. But I will say this: they've kind of leaned into that for babies thing now, so they can still be the number one game in the world. And they've got a creative mode now. They've got a they got a party mode now where you can't even shoot. There's no guns, you know. And um, for the children, you know, my eight year old, he's got like seven kids from his third grade class that he can get on Fortnite with, and they have a blast. I mean, they absolutely have a blast. Of course, they want he wants me to play, and I jump in there, and I'm ready to, like I said, beat my head against the wall because they're not doing anything. There's no objective. There's no, it, you know. And I'm like, no, this isn't a game to me. This is like, let's go play Second Life, you know. Um, but, uh, I mean, you do have to talk about that game when you talk about the best games of the of the generation because, I mean, at one time, what were they making so many millions of dollars a day on that game? And it's free. Yeah. I heard, I don't know, but uh, I don't know what their, their money is now but at one time they they had stated they made 230 million dollars in profit in one month on that game i believe it in I one month <laughs> i'm telling you every day i need v bucks i need v bucks i need v bucks <laughs> so you need me to punch you in your head is what you need <laughs> need no damn v bucks like 230 million dollars in one month on a game that's free to play is insane that they make that kind of money on that game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because you, you got to figure uh, how much did WoW cost? How much was it a month? 15. So it's 15 a month. And I think at one time they had what, 10 million players? So that's 150 million right there for oh. a game for the monthly subscription. This is a free game where you're spending money because you want to buy skins. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean that's that's pretty well, it's, crazy. It's like what was the other day when they did that uh, uh, Travis Scott? Yeah, uh, we did. Uh, we did that. Yeah, we went in there and did that. Absolutely. Like, I mean, the, I mean, how much? Did, how much do you think they uh, 
they made on that that night like you know <laughs> i don't know my kid doesn't know who travis scott is but he went and got his piggy bank and made me buy him you know 15 dollars in v bucks so he could buy the travis scott skin even though he doesn't have a clue who travis scott is you know i mean he was the giant in the sky singing that night yeah i mean yeah and you know we were in here in the living room and and him and my daughter were partying out man they they, didn't, they don't know what he's saying all they hear is the beat in the background and they're in the game and my son's dancing while he's moving his controller you know making his guy dance on the screen i mean it that's some pretty cool stuff you know you don't get that out of a lot of games there was, even though i hate uh, playing the game don't get me wrong it sucks i hate it i but, think they said there was 12 million people uh, online during that concert yeah and they're doing it i think they said they're going to do it three more times no, they did it all. They did it in day to day to day. They did yeah. four shows. Yeah. And guess what? He went to all four of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, but, I, didn't, know, I didn't get in the game, but I watched the whole concert online. And I was like, I was like, this is really entertaining. This was, this would be, I, I kind of wish I was in the game to watch it when it was live. <laughs> and the thing that blows my mind about that game is we played a game in this house where we had a squad and I was playing on the PC. My son was playing on the Switch. We had a kid playing on a PS4, and we had a kid playing on Xbox One. You know? And him and my daughter play all the time, and she plays on a phone. You know? And he plays on a Switch. And they have a blast. Um, that is, like, that is the one thing of this generation, and the one thing I applaud Microsoft for majorly is crossplay. Like th yep. that should be every, if it's a multiplayer game, that should be how it operates. And they pushed the issue on that. They really did. They were like, you know what? Y'all say no. We just gonna say yes, just cause you don't want us to, <laughs> you know? And they made Sony do that. They that, did. That's like, uh, that's like where I was talking, the first game I started up out with Minecraft. Like it's like that. No matter, you can play it on phone, switch, whatever. You're, you're all in the same world, no matter what you're on. And I love it. I love it just because like I can, I can go in the living room and I can sit down on my Xbox and play Minecraft or I can head out somewhere on my switch and still get in my world and play the exact same game I was playing on the switch on the Xbox one, or I can get on my PC or my phone or wherever, like all games should be like that. I don't, I do not understand why uh, some companies want to hold out on this. Like, I mean, Fortnite proved uh, Fortnite and Minecraft are the two biggest games in the world, and both of them are like that. And they prove you can make a shit ton of money by doing that. <laughs> and you know, I'll give an honorable mention. I don't know if either one of y'all played this game or not, but Rocket League. Have y'all played Rocket League? Uh, just a little um, bit. You know, that's another game with great crossplay. And I'll say this about Rocket League: even if you don't like cars, and I hate soccer, that game's fun. <laughs> you know, that game's fun, and uh, you know. That's where it's going. You know, that's exactly where it's going to where basically your console is just whatever. You're going to get a couple games on that. You can't play somewhere else, but just play games, you know, because that's well, what it's all about. Let's, uh, let's end this, this podcast talking about uh, uh, something we talked about earlier. And uh, you've got it. I've got it. Uh, the cloud-based stuff, because that's what basically this is all going into. And it's right now you've got Stadia, xCloud, there's GeForce Now. Uh, seems like there's another one out there too. I forget what it's called. But there's multiple uh, cloud-based gaming now. And you can just play them wherever. Like a, 
which xCloud's still in beta, so the only place you can play it right now is on your phone, either Android or iPhone. But still, uh, honestly, it's amazing. It really <laughs> I is. I say, it's amazing. Yeah. It has problems, but it like it, it blows my mind. I was playing Killer Instinct on there, and man, I'm cranking out 21 hit combos. And it, like when I push the button on the controller, the dude's doing what he's doing, even though I'm playing on a server in Washington. <laughs> you know, that's I know. crazy. I, uh, I've, uh, I've, I've got Stadia and I've got XCloud. And the fact that in Stadia, I've mostly only used on PC, and it has issues. It has actually XCloud is better than Stadia, uh, even though Stadia is an official release and XCloud is still in beta. But uh, it is it is still better. Stadia has a lot of stuttering and like losing resolution issues. Uh, XCloud, I've never noticed that. Like you, I'll, every now and then, uh, it'll have a couple stuttering issues. Um, and I've had maybe resolution drop once while I've been playing games, but uh, Stadia happens all the time. However, with that said, like it's still amazing that I can sit and play an HD game, like yeah. streaming from a server, and it doesn't it doesn't feel like I'm doing that. It doesn't no. like when I hit the button, that's what happens. Just like if it was like on the hardware right in front of me, uh, and like. I think it's amazing that I can sit and play Halo on my phone while I'm just <laughs> throwing in front of me and start playing Halo. Yeah, which I mean, is what, what I do. It, to me, which is another reason why, I mean, I, I don't have a PlayStation 4, not going to buy a PlayStation 5, but being able to have that Game Pass with that X Cloud, so you don't even have to worry about buying these games that are coming there. You're always going to have 100 games you can play, you know, and. You know, my kid hates it because he's talking about Xbox games. He'll say, I want to buy this Xbox game. I'm like, is it on Game Pass? No. Well, then you ain't getting it. If it's free, <laughs> you ain't getting it, you know. And you, when you pull that phone out in that controller, and you, you know, for me, I stay in hotels a lot. The Wi-Fi is not great, but it still works. And right there is 20, what is there, 20, 25 games on xCloud right now that you can play. I mean, just hit one and go play it. You know, you need to get a gaming fix. You need to kill three hours. There you go. You know, um, I think that's that's awesome. Yeah, um, I think that Microsoft really is. I think they're leading the way in all of this. Like their crossplay, the I, I do. I mean, you already pay for gold anyways if you got an Xbox, yeah. and fifteen dollars, and it's only fifteen dollars a month compared to ten dollars a month for gold, and you get Game Pass Ultimate, and then you get to play. You could play. They have all the games on PC and they have all the games on Xbox. So you can play the, any of them whenever and they change them out like every month. Uh, so 15 bucks a month, you get all, you get a hundred games on PC and on Xbox one that you can play whenever you want to play. When you figure that's, um, you know, what, $150 a year or $180 a year. Well, if you buy the Gears game when it comes out, you buy the Halo game when it comes out, you buy the Forza game when it comes out, you just spend $180. So for the cost of their three, you know, third-party big titles, you just got all these other games too, basically for free. You know? Which um, I, I think that's huge. between xCloud and Game Pass, I think they're like going down the right direction for the next generation. And I'm, I, I will... I mean, I'm not, I, I used to own a PS4 and I actually, I actually sold my PS4 
and bought a second Xbox. <laughs> Actually, no, I take that back. I sold it and bought a third Xbox because I had three. <laughs> so that's what I did with my PS4 because I didn't play. I I played Dying Light on it, and it was the only game that I played on a PS4 at the time. And I really the only other game I played was uh, Uncharted Four. And then I was like, I'm done with I'm done with this uh, PlayStation. I would rather have another Xbox in the house so that if somebody's watching TV in that room, I can go in the other room and play my Xbox. And this is probably a lot of why our uh, list here didn't really have any of those Sony exclusive games, which I'm sure are great games. And they're coming out on PC, so guess what? <laughs> if I can get them cheap on PC, I'll probably play them. But, I mean, they don't give you anything. They don't give you nearly as much as what Microsoft gives you with being in, I mean, I played it like, I love Gears of War. I played Gears 5 on my computer. I've never even played it on the Xbox. It's not even installed on my Xbox, you know? And I don't know about you guys, but I when I got the Game Pass Ultimate for a dollar, mine doesn't run out till 2021. You know, I don't have to pay another dollar to them for gold or uh, Game Pass or anything till 2021. You know? No, mine wasn't that good. I got like I got like four months. It was a dollar because I'd have we're paying month to month. So <laughs> yeah, I was on a year. I had just bought a year of Game Pass of uh, of Gold, and I was I had two months left on my Game Pass subscription, and it gave me two more years of uh, Ultimate Game Pass Ultimate. I was like, this is dope. <laughs> this is dope. I, you know, and honestly, I don't know if I'll buy one as soon as they come out, but I'll have a Series X, you know, pretty quickly. You know, I'll probably have it within a year of release. Now, I'm uh, I'm planning on pre-ordering it and getting it on day one. <laughs> so I will have it day one. But uh, I just uh, see I've got like four TVs in the house and three of them have Xboxes on them. So I just need that fourth one to have. You that fourth one on there. <laughs> Well, the fourth, about, fourth one has a has an Xbox on it too, but it's a 360. <laughs> you know, that backwards compatibility thing, you know, that's that's huge too from now on. You're gonna be able to play all those Xbox One games on that on that new Xbox. You know, and that's another thing they really forced Sony's hand on. They didn't want to do that. They had no intentions of doing that. And then, you know, everybody's harping on Microsoft. And the sad thing is, is we probably need to get off here. We've been going for a while, but as botched as the Xbox One launch was, I'd hate to see how well they would have done this generation had they not jacked up in the first place. Yeah. yeah. It, the, this generation was theirs to lose because they, they had a great, they had the best generation before. Yes. I mean, looking back, uh, if you look back at that generation, I consider it like one of the best gaming generations I mean, of 360 honestly the 360 may be my favorite console of all time yeah that's, you know, that's what i think too I like i look back on it and it's like it's pretty my favorite console of all time i've still and got like, two of them hooked up so well i like i said i have the one that's on the fourth tv so i want to replace that with the xbox one <laughs> but you still get to play the 360 games i, I still yeah. probably have 10 360 games installed on all of my xbox ones and, you know, we may really be reaping the benefits of Microsoft screwing the pooch so hard because who knows if they really would have leaned in so heavily to all the stuff that they've been doing if they were just number, if they were still number one and still dominating like they did with 360, you know? Well, the so honest part is, though, that uh, everything that they're doing now 
even though everybody's like willing to accept it now, it's exactly what they said when it was like, you're screwing it over on the Xbox launch. Cause this is all the stuff they wanted oh, yeah. to do originally. <laughs> yeah. No discs. And yeah, no, that's always on internet. I mean, if you're playing xCloud, you gotta be on the internet. Yeah. This you is know? what, this is all the stuff they wanted to do originally, but in 2013, it was like, no, <laughs> Yeah, no. but in 2020 where everybody's willing to accept it now. Yeah. So, but, uh, on that note, I think we have like played out this this theme for this episode. So. Definitely, definitely. It looks like you're you're about an hour and a half. So you. <laughs> so I guess we'll call it for this week, and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll have a another week, another episode next week, and uh, well, maybe we'll get Larry to come back here soon, <laughs> do another episode. Hey, any, anytime, any. I know the listeners love to hear my wonderful voice sounds like an old lady named phyllis that works at a gas station smokes two packs a day but hey it's okay as arnold always said i want my larry (laughs) (laughs) no on that note guys we're out for this week later